right. Welcome back to the Des Des Sports Podcast, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, if you noticed, we've upgraded a little bit. Um, my last podcast I released, uh, which was on Christmas Day, my special esports episode with my friend Eric, um, that one you probably noticed I had some better audio. Uh, I did get a new microphone. And not only that, I got a new soundboard. Um, so we're making moves. We're making straight moves here on the podcast. Um, we upgraded. We upgraded big time. My audio sounds better. Uh, you, like you just heard, I have some intro music now um, brought to you by my little soundboard, my Rodecaster Pro. Uh, I love this little thing, and uh, we're using it from now on, and I'm really excited about the quality of the podcast. Now, what I'm not excited about is what is how much I have to talk about today. I've missed so many weeks in a row, and it's really unfortunate. December has been horrible for the Does Does Sports podcast. It's been really good for me personally. I've had a great month. Um, saw a lot of family this month, which is like the first time in the entire year I was able to do that. Um, uh, we did it safely, of course, um, but it was it was great. I mean, we had a fun time. Um, I enjoyed it. Um, you know, I'm doing well personally. I just feel like, you know, we've persevered and we've made it to the end of the year. We did it, you know. New Year's is in what, two days, three days? Three days. I don't know when you're listening to this. You might be listening to this in the new year. So if you're listening to this in 2021, Hey, <laughs> rate five stars. <laughs> Anyways, let's get right into it. I don't have any time to waste. We have three weeks to catch up on. And as of this recording, I'm recording on Monday night of week 16. So um, uh, expect another podcast soon because I really need to do one like today for week 16. But this is the catch up episode. So if you're looking for week 16 stuff, um, hold hold your sweet bippies or something. Uh, it's coming. Uh, it's coming. Uh, hold your horses. It's coming. It's on its way. It's in the works. It's it's loading. You're going to have to wait. I don't know how long, probably a day or two, um, or it might already be up. Go look at it. Check it out. But thank you for tuning into this one. Um, this is a very special one because <laughs> we got three weeks to talk about. Um, so last time I did one, we covered week 11 and week 12, and I do a catch-up episode then. But this one's an even bigger catch-up episode. We got three different weeks, plus basketball started. But I think I'm going to save basketball for my week 16 podcast because not much happened in week 16. Other than, like, three things, there is not that much to talk about. So we're going to we're gonna keep on just football for this podcast for just these three weeks because, wow, a lot of things happened. I mean, if you guys don't remember what happened in week 13, that's fine. I didn't either. I had to look it up. Uh that was the week where um, the Chiefs nearly lost to the Broncos. They only beat the Broncos by uh, a grand total of ugh, six points. Nuts. Uh, that's the week that the Patriots absolutely demolished the Chargers in L.A. 45 to nothing. That was the week where the Cleveland Browns beat the Tennessee Titans, and everyone was like, wow, they're like a real playoff team before we knew what would happen in the coming weeks. Um, that was the week that the Giants upset the Seahawks, and everyone was like, wow, the Rams have that division for sure. And a lot has changed since then, to be completely honest with you. That was also the first week that Jalen Hurts started at quarterback, which is huge news. He looked really good in the loss to the Packers, um, but he gave them life. Uh, he actually didn't start that game. I'm sorry, I just misspoke. He came in in relief of Carson once, I believe, halfway through. Um, and he did okay. He did, I mean, 5 of 12, 100 yards, a touchdown, a pick. I mean, nothing grand. It wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like he was the savior of the team or anything. But, um, you know, he was more effective than Carson Wentz. I mean, he played less time. He had a better passer rating, not by much, but better passer rating. Um, you know, he ran for more yards and passed for more yards. So, you know, at the end of the day, Jalen Hurts, you know, had a really okay debut. Um, and he gave a lot of hope for um, for Philly fans. I know because I've talked to my friend Joe. His podcast is also coming up. I have it already recorded. This was, I did this interview before Christmas and I just haven't gotten it up yet. So I expect those two to come out very, like this one and Joe's podcast that I did with him. They're going to be coming out like side by side. So um, when this is up, the Joe's, Joe's podcast, the interview I did with him about what's going on with Carson Wentz and Philly in general, that should be going up too. Um, so look for that. It was my first interview I ever did. It was the first interview with my new soundboard and new sound equipment. Um, it's just a little funky that it's going up after my second interview I did with my friend, Eric. We know sports here on the podcast. Okay. We don't know how to plan. That's the thing, but I provide you quality content. All right. I don't know when that content's going to get to you, but it's going to be quality. Anyways, 
let's return to what we were talking about. We were talking about week 13. One more note on week 13. Week 13 was also the week that Washington football team upset the Pittsburgh Steelers. That was nuts because the Pittsburgh Steelers up until week 13 were undefeated. But what has happened in the three weeks since then for the Steelers? Let's start there with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, in week 14, they play the Buffalo Bills. They kind of get embarrassed. Uh, The Buffalo Bills play a really nice game. The Steelers don't. Um, Offensively, the Steelers just couldn't get it going. Um, It was kind of a bad game, but, you know, it was against a good opponent. So, you know, you could be like, okay, I get it. But Roethlisberger threw two picks. Um, you know, got outperformed by Josh Allen. Josh Allen didn't even play all that well. I mean, he played okay, but regardless, um, they lost in week 14, so it's two straight losses. They're really going on a skid, right? Then week 15, Pittsburgh Steelers get upset on Monday night to the Cincinnati Bengals. The Cincinnati Bengals, you want to know who their quarterback is? A lot of people know it because it's such a meme now, but Ryan Finley, Ryan Finley beat the Steelers. The once undefeated Steelers dropped to 12 and three. They with three straight losses in three straight weeks. It's absolutely insane how far they had felt they'd fallen. Um, absolutely insane. They're unprecedented that their offense has just stalled. They, they cannot score. It's hard for them to score. In fact, it was 17 to nothing in that Steelers Bengals game at halftime at halftime. That's nuts. I mean, yeah, 17 points in the second half. That's pretty good. But where's your offense in the first half? You can't have those late starts. I mean, that's against a 4-10 a Cincinnati Bengals team. That's not against a playoff team. You know, and they played a playoff team the week before, and they kind of got embarrassed. And I don't even think the Bills are, like, a top-tier playoff team. I don't think they're a Super Bowl contender yet. Um, I mean, they could be, but I just don't I don't think they are. I think the Chiefs are way too talented to lose to the, ba- to the Buffs, the, the Bills, the Buffs. I don't know what I'm talking about. Oh. <sighs> Yeah, that's good. Um, Des doesn't know what he's talking about, but the podcast is still going on. Yeah, great episode, 10 out of 10. All right, so the Steelers have been on a skid. I don't know what's going on with their offense. I mean, they have weapons. They've, you know, Chase Claypool, Juju Smith-Schuster. Oh, yeah, Juju Smith-Schuster. Oh, man, I almost, I can't believe I was almost going to gloss over this. Um, So he was dancing on the logos, and this became actual news. Yeah, for real. No, I'm not just, I'm not just talking about it because it's funny. It was actual news. Um, that he kept dancing on the other team's logos. He did it on Washington's logo. They lost. He did it on the Bills logo. They got crushed. He, he did it on the Bengals logo. They lost again. And and in each successive week, people were making fun of him. Like, hey, don't dance on the logos before the games. And he was like, nah, dude. It's like, it's totally fine. Like, it's just like, I'm quirky. Ha, ha, ha. And then the other teams were just like, no, it, it's kind of disrespectful. And we're going we're gonna to beat the the crap out of you for that. And, and he actually got, like, huge hits in, in, in those games and stuff. He didn't play very well. So then after week 15, when they lost to the Bengals, he said he said something along the lines of, um, for the betterment of my team and myself, I'm going to stop dancing on the logos. And I was like, man, is that actual news? Like, that is, that's our sports headline, you know, is dancing on logos. That is 2020, man. I swear, even two years ago, if you, if you told anyone who is involved with football that dancing on the logo was going to be legit news and not a joke. I don't think they'd believe you. I really don't think they'd believe you. I wouldn't. I'd be like, you're, there's no way dancing on the logo. Like, are they doing it on purpose to be disrespectful? No, then there's no way. There's no way you you don't understand that that's somehow disrespectful to the other team to dance on their logo. It's so dumb. I don't know. The whole situation is dumb. Uh, Juju stopped dancing on the logo. Spoiler alert. He didn't stop dancing. He just stopped dancing on the logo. We'll get into that in the next pod. But anyways, Pittsburgh Steelers dancing their way to a three-game skid. And they dropped from first place in the AFC to second place. They didn't drop to third place yet. Um, well, no, that's not true. They they did drop to third place. If the Buffalo Bills win out, then they will be the third seed instead of the second seed for the three-game uh, losing streak because they lost to the Bills. So the Bills have the head-to-head tiebreaker. So, yeah, they will dro- drop to, to the third seed if the Bills win out. And the Bills currently have two more games to play. Um, one uh, tonight as of the day of this recording against the uh, New England Patriots and then their last game, I don't know, probably against... 
the jet or the dolphins or something. I don't know. Um, yeah, kind of nuts. I mean, I think the Buffalo Bills will win out. Although the Dolphins really need to win. I mean, they they kind of have to win. Um, so maybe the Bills don't play too hard next week because, like, whatever. But you know what? The the Steelers probably don't have to play too too hard next week either. So maybe both teams lose week 16 and then, uh, you know, nothing changes. Uh, what else can we talk about from these three weeks? Um, I mean, the Patriots were statistically eliminated. Um, I, I just keep seeing their games catch my eyes. I don't know why, though. Um, none of their games are very exciting. In fact, a lot of them were super boring. Um, the Rams? How about talk about the Rams? Um, so they beat the Cardinals. And after week 13, I at least thought they had control of this division. Because the Rams, at that point in time, they, they had Seattle lose. So they were tied with Seattle, and they had the head-to-head tiebreaker because they embarrassed them in L.A. And then in week 14, was it week 14? No. Um, in week 14, the Rams played the Patriots and won. So, you know, everything's good there. It was week 15. The Rams are playing the Jets. It's a walk in the park. They have it at home, and they play so well at SoFi. And the Jets upset them 23-20. to 20. That is nuts. That's the Jets' first win of the season. They upset the Rams. The Ram- I thought they were going to win their division. I mean, their defense looks so dominant. They, they looked really good. Jared Goff was acting like, you know, he didn't need somebody to tell him exactly what to do and call, you know, scheme against the defense for him. He, he looked kind of good. The receivers looked like they were, you know, catching all their passes. Cooper Cup looked great. You know, the running backs looked like they weren't even missing anyone they let go of, and I don't really think they're missing Todd Gurley that much, but, man, I didn't even get to watch that game, but I can tell it was not a fun one to watch for the Rams. I mean... Just nuts. Just all around nuts. Unbelievable. I, I, I can't believe, I still can't believe it. I'm stunned. I'm stunned the Jets were able to win one game. But the funnier thing to me about that is not so much that the Rams lost. Um, and with that loss, probably lost the division. The funnier thing to me is that the Jets won, which means that they lost out on the first round pick. Um, or, at le- or at least for right now, they lost out on the first round pick. Spoiler alert. They, they completely lost out on the first round pick in week 16. But we'll get into that in the next podcast. Um, they lost out on the first round pick uh, to, to Jacksonville by winning. So I'm surprised they actually wanted to win because I feel like this is, yeah, it's a win for dignity, I guess. But like kind of, kind of would have been better if you lost, you know? I mean, not going to lie. <laughs> so it's kind of interesting that way. Um, I think it's really funny because the Jets won, but they actually lost. Um, and the Rams just embarrassingly so lost. Um, there's just nothing you can say. Being a Rams fan right now, down bad. Down bad. I feel I don't really feel that bad for you. I mean, honestly, like, I don't know. You, the Rams have had multiple chances to, like, you know, win and, like, just close the division. I just keep winning against teams like the Niners, and they can't beat the Niners, and they can't – they didn't beat the Rams, and – um, the Rams lost again in week 16, I think. Um, I don't, I don't remember and I'm not looking because that's on the next podcast. I have to stop talking about week 16. The Buffalo Bills, uh, scorching through. I mean, they haven't lost a game. They look good. They look set. Um, Kansas city chiefs, they went all the way through. I don't think they lost a single. Week. No, of course they didn't. Um, the chiefs beat the saints. They played the saints. Drew Brees tried to play, but he looked very much like he needed that week off. Um, he didn't play all that well. Uh, it looked kind of bad. The Saints had a lot of mistakes, uh, a lot of errors, and they still somehow only lost by three points. So Saints are definitely a formidable team. I mean, for instance, the Saints had the um, uh, 18 minutes and 46 seconds of possession in that game. The Chiefs had 41 minutes and 14 seconds of possession. That's all you need to know to know how what this game was like. And the Chiefs only won thir- 32 to 29 by three points. Nuts, dude. I mean, I don't know that the Saints even scored all that much late. Uh, they were outscored in the first half. Um, uh, sorry. They were outscored in the first half 14-9. Um, uh, to nine. So they were only down five points. And the safety, they actually recovered a safety on a, I think it was, a, it was, it was just like a bad snap or something. But they couldn't recover it for a touchdown. They had it for a touchdown. 
And I don't know, these guys just couldn't fall on it. And so it ends up getting pushed out the back of the end zone and uh, it becomes a safety, but it could have been 14, 14, which would have changed the complexion of this game. Um, and the saints would have won actually, because instead of two points, it would have gotten plus five. So the chiefs would have had to score some extra points would have made it interesting, but they didn't, uh, instead they got the safety. So 14 to nine, then the third quarter, they kind of, you know, they, they kind of do, uh, chief score, a touchdown, Saints score a touchdown. Saints went for two points on that one in the third, but they, they missed it. And they probably don't go for two if they, if they get the touchdown before the half. But, you know, shoulda, coulda, woulda. Um, so, you know, going out of the third quarter, they're pretty much matching KC except for that safety that should have been a touchdown. And then the fourth quarter, they actually kind of outplay KC. So, you know, kudos. I don't know if KC was really trying in the fourth quarter because they had like a double-digit lead at one point. Um, but, you know, kudos to them. Uh, they, they fought back. They didn't give up. That's certainly for sure. They did not give up. Um, but the, the Saints have been rolling. Or sorry, not the Saints. The Kansas City Chiefs have been rolling um, since week 13. Easy. Uh, they're, they're easily the best team in the league. I think they're my favorite to win it all this year because, oh, my God, they're so good. Um, you know, I, as, a, as a Patriot fan, it's kind of hard for me to talk about Patrick Mahomes because I'm inclined to hate him because he's not on my preferred team. But since my team is down bad and we're already out of the playoffs and it don't matter and, you know, there's no chance to win, we did it to ourselves. Being able to look at Mahomes this year has been really interesting because he is just, oh, my God. I was I was thinking about this earlier, and um, I just it more and more, it becomes more and more apparent how special Mahomes is. And I know everyone says it, so it, it means nothing, you know, when you say Mahomes is special. It's like, well, yeah, duh, of course he is. But just watching him play, it's insane because you always, I always have this feeling that just something nuts is about to happen. Every time he cocks back to make a throw, I'm just like, oh, sh something nuts going to happen. He's going to throw a 70-yard bomb and make it look like a flick of a wrist. And Tyreek Hill is going to catch it with 10-yard cushion on the defender and literally skip his way into the end zone because he's just so fast. And sometimes I'm completely right. And that's the scary part because I'm like, no way. Like, what if? And then the what if happens. It's nuts, dude. I don't, I don't quite remember ever being able to do that where I'm, I'm seeing him step back and I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. It's taking too long. This is going to be a touchdown. And then he throws it and it's a touchdown. Like, it's unbelievable how you can, how you can, see what's happening and you know what's going to happen and the other team knows what's going to happen and everyone is unable to stop it you know i it, there's just there's some weird beauty in that that i just i'm stunned every time the chiefs are on tv I, even last year during the playoffs when they were down by like 24 and they would win by 30 points i was like dude who is how is this possible he's just so much better unbelievably so I was talking with my coworker and I was like, man, when I was growing up, you know, um, it was like Peyton Manning, but then there was Tom Brady. And that was a great game every year because you never really knew who was going to win, even though Tom Brady won most of the, their, their, you know, matchups, but he, both, both quarterbacks had a chance. They were both like the same amount of good, you know, it wasn't like Peyton Manning was just going to put up points in like 20 seconds and Tom Brady never had a chance to do that or, or vice versa. It wasn't like Tom Brady would, would, you know, throw an 80 yard bomb on the first play for a touchdown, you know, like both those quarterbacks led long drives. They were really good at picking apart like, like defenses and doing more of like a short to medium passing game. Um, I'd say Peyton was a little bit better in his prime throwing the deep ball. Not that Brady can't throw the deep ball. He can, but uh, I think Peyton was just a little bit better. He had a little bit more talented receivers, um, but you know, I, I mean, at the end of the day, those matchups were so fun to watch because you never really knew who was going to win. Both quarterbacks had the tools to win and both teams were very evenly matched. I mean, it wasn't, there wasn't one that was all that much better than the other year to year. I mean, typically they were very close as far as how good the teams were, but watching Mahomes, I mean, there is no equal to Mahomes. There is no, you know, Brady, a Manning. It's just Mahomes at the moment. 
I mean, like the only young quarterback you can even compare him to maybe is Lamar Jackson, but every time he plays Lamar Jackson, he owns Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson has never played well against Patrick Mahomes. And I don't know if there's really a quarterback that has played well against Patrick Mahomes that's not named Tom Brady. I think he's really the only quarterback that actually stands his ground when playing Patrick Mahomes. Um, which is sad because Tom Brady's probably not going to play all that much longer. Maybe he's got two more years in him at most. You know, he's already 43. So I don't know. It's to me, it's kind of like I really want one of the quarterbacks in the draft, whether it be Kyle Trask or um, Trevor Lawrence or Mac Jones, like just one of them. I want them to be like as good as Mahomes. So we can finally have like a true rival because there are no true rivals to Mahomes right now. And yeah, you can shut down that offense and sometimes you have to be lucky, uh, you know, and maybe one of them's having an off game to beat them. And there are ways to beat the Chiefs, but in general, there's just too much talent on that team for anyone to be super competitive against them. There's maybe like three or four teams that I think could possibly be competitive enough to beat them more than just like one time out of 10. And I, that kind of sucks to say like most of the league can't beat the best team. And I guess, you know, like that's how it is in a lot of sports leagues. You know, most of, most of baseball couldn't beat the Dodgers in, in a, in a seven game series, you know, and, and most of basketball couldn't beat the Lakers in a seven game series. You know, that's how champions work. I understand, but like, there's no chance is what I'm saying. It, it's not like, oh, you have a 30% chance to win, which isn't a very good chance, but that's still loads higher than what I would, I would expect. I mean, if the Bengals played the chiefs, I'm giving them like a 2% or less. And that's sad. I mean, that that's sad. I really just don't think there's any chance. Um, Unless the Chiefs have a really horrible game, which I think is basically the the best luck you can possibly get. You rolled a, a hundred on a on a D one hundred. I mean it's like it's just not gonna happen. Um But you know what? Kudos to Andy Reid, kudos to the GM of the of the of the of the, of the Kansas City Chiefs. I forgot where they were from for a second. Um kudos to them. They built a great team. Uh, and they deserve to reap the benefits. I mean, they were the ones that scouted Mahomes. They were the ones that traded up in the draft to get him. And I didn't understand why. And I don't think a lot of other people understood why, but they knew why. And they get to reap the benefits. They found the diamond in the rough. They found their Tom Brady. And I know that's, you know, not every good quarterback needs to be compared to Tom Brady. But like, you know, when I was growing up, that was the diamond in the rough. It was Tom Brady. I mean, even now, I feel like he's still like a very, a very, you know, timely diamond in the rough. And I think Mahomes was that diamond. I mean, he really wasn't touted as like a top quarterback that year, and they traded up to to the tenth pick just to get him. Um, and I don't think I don't think a lot of teams knew how good he was going to be. But this dude didn't even know how to read a defense for like a year and a half. He finally learned how to read a defense, and they won a Super Bowl. I ridiculous. He has so much talent and athleticism; it's unbelievable. I'm going to start gushing about Mahomes, but he really is an amazing player. He's one of a kind. I don't know if we'll see a, a second player as good as Mahomes. I hope we do for the sake of competition and, and just having a fun game where you know the Chiefs might lose. But, man, it's unbelievable. He's so good. And maybe he looks so good because of his team, because he has the fastest wide receiver, you know, who can who catches everything in his vicinity. Or maybe it's because he's got one of the most prolific tight ends of all time. And they just signed Le'Veon Bell, which is like overkill. We get it. You're already good. You don't have to sign an all-pro running back just to be better, but you did. Okay. Yeah, well, I think they might repeat because, <laughs> you know, at the start of the season, I thought, like, ah, repeating? I don't know if they will. Uh, it's hard to repeat in the NFL, but honestly, the way it's been shaping up, like, I don't know. I don't know who's going to beat them. I mean, the Buffalo Bills can sure try. I don't think they can. I think the Pittsburgh Steelers might have a chance, but they have to play really good on offense. I mean, you have to you have to go blow to blow with the Chiefs if you want to stay in the game. I mean, because the Chiefs can score so fast. If they put up three scores on you, you're down three scores. It's really hard to come back because you have to stop their offense, and that's not easy to do. You got to stay blow for blow. So when you do stop their offense, you can gain a little bit of an advantage. I just don't know if the Pittsburgh Steelers' offense can do that. You know, on the NFC side, maybe maybe Green Bay can stick with them. Maybe, uh, possibly Seattle. 
I don't know. Maybe Tampa Bay, if they can make it out of the wild card round and, and actually make it all the way, there's a possibility. New Orleans, they could they might be able to. I mean, they had their shot in uh, uh, week 15 and they lost. So I don't know, maybe they get better from that. Who knows? There's a lot of there's a lot of teams that might be able to do it, but all the teams I think that have a better chance are in the NFC. So I think the Chiefs are going to run the conference pretty easy. Pretty easy. They're going to go to the Super Bowl again. I just don't know who they're going to play against, and I don't know if who they're going to play against even has a chance. Anyways, as much as I love talking about the Chiefs, I think it's better if we talk about some other teams. Maybe teams that had playoff bids that are looking like they're not going to turn out very well. Like a team like the New York Giants. We talked about how they ha- upset the Seattle Seahawks when we were talking about the Rams. And, um, well, that was really good, and it put them in good position. But the next game they played against the Cardinals, they laid an egg, and they lost 26-7. to They kind of got blown out at home. Um, I really thought their defense was going to play a little bit better because they were finally back in the playoff chase, but no. They played a bad game. It was honestly pretty boring. I mean, it was over from the beginning. Um, they didn't score their seven points until the third quarter. They were already down... Um, they're already down 20 to nothing. So it was like, okay, it's over. Um, that offense isn't explosive enough to score 20 points and a half. So it was like, okay, whatever. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and then in, in the week after that, uh, which was week 15, uh, they come on in, they're playing the Cleveland Browns and they just, they, I mean, same thing. They just can't score. They didn't score a touchdown. Colt McCoy threw for 221 yards, which is all, you know, fine and dandy, but you can't score, you can't score. You're not effective. Uh, They were ahead in the game for a tiny bit. They scored a a field goal in the first, and the Browns didn't score until the second quarter. But when they did score, uh, they scored enough to win the entire game in just the second quarter uh, with two touchdowns uh, and a missed extra point, 13 points. Uh, They won 20-6. to So the Giants pretty much with those two losses kind of fell almost took themselves out of the playoff race. Um, and now, and they're, they're not looking very good. I don't think they're going to make it. I think the division is now really between the Washington football team and the Dallas Cowboys, um, which is nuts. Okay, let's talk about the Cowboys. If you don't know, the Cowboys have gone on a little bit of a, of a winning uh, stretch. They started off week 13 by losing in with flying colors to the Baltimore Ravens, which I don't think anyone's surprised about, but they kind of got their butts whooped. Um, and uh, Lamar Jackson had a really nice game. He did throw a pick, but he had two touchdowns, so that was nice. And he was really effective. Um, he was really effective running, too. I mean, it's just in all facets, you know, uh, passing, running, and then their running game got off all right. It was pretty nice. Um, their running back had a 100-yard game. Not bad. I'm pretty sure. Um, I'm pretty sure Lamar Jackson had close to 100-yard rushing, too. Yeah, he had 94. He was... He, they almost had 200-yard rushers, uh, their quarterback and Gus Edwards. Uh, and then another running back, J.K. Dobbins, had 71. Yeah, they destroyed him on the ground. It was, it was nuts. Um, so Dallas obviously didn't bring their best football to play against them. Um, and then the next week, though, week 14, they decided, you know what? We're, we're tired of sucking. We're going to make a run for this. And they righted themselves against the Cincinnati Bengals. They had an offensive offensive explosion. Andy Dalton threw two touchdowns in a in a thirty to seven winning bid. As they got, they even got a a seventy eight yard fumble return for a touchdown in the first quarter. And they pretty much controlled the game from there. There was really only one score by the Bengals, and it came after they were down seventeen to nothing. And that was all that she wrote for the Bengals. So. Dallas Cowboys looking pretty okay there going on the road. You know, it was cold that game and they, they just kicked butt. And then week 15, they're feeling themselves. Now they're getting into their stride. You know, all those Cowboy fans, they, they play um, the 49ers, which is kind of like a rivalry from the olden times. Um, back when Joe Montana used to play quarterback. Um, and even before then when Dallas Cowboys and San Francisco 49ers would always find themselves in the NFC championship game and, a lot of times the Dallas Cowboys would be victorious. Well, history repeats itself. Dallas Cowboys this year victorious against the 49ers in a high-scoring bout. Uh, this game ended 41-33 to with the Dallas Cowboys taking the W. 
And this game had scoring all throughout. First quarter, 21 points scored, 14 by the Cowboys, 7 by the Niners. Um, at halftime, it was 17 to, or sorry, 17 to 14 Cowboys. After the third, it was tied. And then in the fourth quarter, the Cowboys really pulled away. Uh, and they were able to, to outscore. They were able to outscore the, the 49ers. Uh, thanks to a CD lamb, 47 yard kickoff return, 47 yards. Maybe that was a, that must've been an onside kick. That's really short. That had to have been an onside kick that the 49ers tried. And he just returned it for a touchdown. I think I remember seeing that highlight. Okay, so they they actually had had beaten them kind of bad then um, before that. <laughs> um, yeah, they were already up by like eight points. Yeah, okay. They had this game. Um, Dallas Cowboys won this game. There was never really a doubt. Um, Nick Mullins had two picks, which wasn't very good. And it, you know, ended up leading to a lot of opportunities for Dallas. Um yeah, I mean, there's not too much to say. I didn't watch this game. Um, I didn't watch all of this game. I, I watched as much as I could, but I had work and stuff. And unfortunately, um, you know, for three weeks worth of highlights, I can't remember everything I've watched. Um, I don't remember too much from this game other than there was just a lot of scoring, but the Dallas Cowboys seemed to always have it in the bag. Um, I mean, I guess not always in the bag. There were times when when San Francisco would come back, but San Francisco never had the lead in this game. So it's like... I don't know. It, it didn't really feel like San, like San Francisco was really going to like come back and win except for maybe in, I mean once the fourth quarter started though. I mean Dallas Dallas was con- being able to control how how far they were moving it and I don't need to apologize for for my opinion. My opinion was that the 49ers weren't going to be able to win. Um just just on how the game was going. Um and especially when that fourth quarter rolled around. The fourth quarter Dallas really dominated. Uh, and now Dallas finds themselves in play for the division lead. Um, what they would need for week 17 in order to win the division and get into the playoffs, they would need the Philadelphia Eagles to beat the Washington football team in week 17. Uh, and who are they playing? They're playing the Giants, and they would have to beat the Giants. And that is, that's how they win the division uh, at the moment. So it's possible. It's possible. Um you know, it's going to be a tough, it's going to be tough for that Washington football team to lose unless they're playing their backup quarterback. But um, there's some news, breaking news that will be coming out in the next podcast about the Washington football team. Stay tuned. You might already know it, but I'm going to talk about it. So stay tuned. I did hear it. I'm listening. I just really need to make this catch up episode. Oh, need to make a catch up episode. What else are we talking about? Let's do playoff teams. Who? What playoff teams played? Green Bay Packers have rolled. There's not much to say. They won their three games. Uh, what about the Browns? They've been interesting. They beat the Titans, looking like a, a for sure playoff team. Week 14, um, like we went over, they... Or wait, no, we didn't go over this game. Oh, man. The Browns played an instant classic on Monday night in week 14 against the Ravens. Wow, this game was really good. This game was awesome. Um, it was back and forth the whole time. The Browns... Oh, my gosh. Uh, the not the Browns, the Ravens sort of owned the first half uh, and they were kind of up big. Well, not up big, but they were up by a touchdown at halftime. Um, and then in the third quarter, they, they owned the third quarter. Um, they, they kind of dominated the play, but in the fourth quarter was really exciting. Um, the Browns were able to score two touchdowns to come back. And then the Ravens scored a touchdown and then the Browns scored a touchdown and then the Ravens scored a field goal. Uh, and then they, the Browns, tried to do some crazy hook and ladder play, um, you know, and it ended up in a, um, ended up in a safety for the, for the Ravens. It was really, it was really a three point win, but you know, I understand you got to count the points if they happen. Nuts game though. This was unbelievable. I started watching the third quarter um, cause I had work and I got home and it was already on and I was like, shoot, I missed some of it. And I was like, man, I hope I didn't miss all the action. And Oh boy, did I did not miss all the action. The fourth quarter combined points, 35 points combined in the, th- in the fourth quarter alone. It was such an exciting fourth quarter. Every drive ended in a touchdown. Every drive had like a bunch of pressure on it for both teams. It was insane. Lamar Jackson left the game with an injury and um, their backup quarterback, Trace McSorley came in for the Ravens. And he, you know, I'm not going to say he, he like won the game for them, but he led them down and he he kept the drive alive and he kept getting them down and down and down the field. And then he got injured 
and and Lamar Jackson came back out on the field like like a superhero, and he throws one pass for a touchdown. It was nuts. His first pass goes for a touchdown, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is this is podcast material." And I should have sat down and done a podcast like that night, but I don't know. I I was probably tired or something. I didn't want to put out like some like really low energy podcast because I got to be high energy on this podcast. Um, anyways, the Browns lose a crushing defeat in such a great game is really unfortunate. Um, but they lose it to the Ravens, which is bad because the Ravens now record wise, the Ravens were, I think tied with them. Um, or no, no, no. The Ravens were, the Ravens were just one game beneath them. So if they lost and the Ravens didn't lose, then the Ravens would jump ahead of them basically in the standings and the Browns would then be the third team in the division and maybe not make the playoffs. So the Browns are, are teeter tottering. They're just one game above the Ravens and they beat the giants. Um, the Ravens also win in week 15 and then week 16, you know, all is to be seen in week 16 about what happens. So we'll have to see on the next podcast episode. Um, but the Browns, man, that was a, that was a heartbreaking loss for them, but they're still in playoff uh, position right now. So, um, as of week 15, they are still in playoff position, uh, and they still have that like five seed, I believe. Um, I don't know. I'm not gonna lie to you. They're not in the five seed anymore, but they're still in playoff position. That's what I'm saying. Uh, who else can I talk about? Uh, Indianapolis Colts. They, I don't know. I don't think they lost. I think they just won all three games. They beat the Texans in week, uh, 13, which is a big, um, a big divisional win. They destroyed the Raiders in week 14. And then in week 15, they beat the Houston Texans again. There you go. Yep, not too much to report there. Um, the, the games against the Houston Texans were decided by seven points or less. But I think they're fine. I don't know how good the Colts are. Um, I know they're good, but I don't know if they're, like, super, super good. I don't know if they're, if they're like, really going to threaten in the playoffs or not. Um, and it's to be seen if they'll even make the playoffs because they're not number one in their division right now. So... We'll see. Uh, Tennessee Titans are the number one in their division. And um, for right now, they have the tiebreaker. So I think the Tennessee Titans are um, are sitting pretty right now. I think they just have to win their last game in week 17 and they make the playoffs. And we'll have to see about the Colts. They might not make the playoffs. Um, they might make the playoffs. They're right. I mean, they're one of the they're one of the wild card contenders that are still alive, which I think there's only four teams fighting for a wild card spot in the AFC anymore. So We'll see. Um, the Cardinals. Yeah, let's talk about the Cardinals. They lost against the Rams, which we already went over. That was a good game. The Rams-Cardinals game in week 13. I remember watching that. It was a pretty good game. I was able to watch all the games. Not all the games. I was able to watch. I didn't have work on the on the 13th, the week of the 13th. So I was able to watch these games. Um, I was home for the entire day. It was sweet. I, had, I felt it was awesome. I love being able to watch all the games. Um, it was sick. I, I just really enjoyed it. It was a nice time. Um, I remember watching that game. Uh, it was a good game. The Rams had it though the entire way. The, the Arizona Cardinals couldn't really make up grounds, but it's okay. Cause they righted themselves in the next week. They beat the giants 26 to seven in week 15, the Arizona Cardinals, uh, they beat the Philadelphia Eagles. They didn't beat them in like, um, convincing fashion, but Jalen hurts is much better than Carson Wentz, uh, at least this year. Uh, being able to run this offense, he looks really good. So, you know, being able to beat him, you know, it, it was a, it was an exciting game. Kyler Murray threw for over 400 yards. Jalen Hurts uh, threw for like 300 and something. Um, it, it was like a fun game to watch, but it didn't have a lot of playoff implications. It was really Arizona fighting for their lives and the Eagles trying to stay in the divisional race. But it, it really wasn't like, I mean, it wasn't like high octane, like the, um, like week 14 Monday night game before between the, uh, the Browns and the Ravens. That game was exciting. Really, really exciting. Um, and now the Cardinals, you know, after that week 15, they're still in position to maybe steal a wild card in the NFC. And if the Rams lose the last game, I think they're even playing the, the Cardinals. If the Rams lose to the Cardinals in week 17, the Cardinals can sneak into the playoffs. So even now they're still in the playoff race. Um, so Cardinals are a very interesting team. Kyler Murray did kind of take a big hit 
in the last game they played. Um, there's, uh, I mean, we'll have to see. I'll cover it more in depth in week 16. I kind of got to get through some of the other playoff teams here. Um, Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, let's talk about them. Las Vegas Raiders, they barely beat the Jets in a miracle in week 13. And then in week 14, the Raiders got crushed by the Colts and they were trying to save their entire season in week 15 and they lost to the Chargers. So now they're they're looking at, they have to win out and they have to have some other stuff happen for them to get into the playoffs. Um, there's just no way that they can do it otherwise um, because they just, they, they lost too many times. They lost two games in a row. And then that Charger one, I'm fairly certain. Wait a minute. Am I, am I remembering this wrong? No, that Charger when they missed a field goal. Yeah, I think that's what happened. It went to overtime because they missed a field goal. I, I can't remember if it was a botched hole. I think it was just he missed a field goal. But their field goal kicker came on. And it was kind of like a chip shot field goal. Like a, I don't know. It was like 30-something yarder. And I think he missed a field goal. Or like they dropped the hold or something. Um, but regardless, they had to go to overtime. Uh, or else they should have beat los angeles and instead it goes to overtime and los angeles just scores a touchdown and beats them uh, it was nuts so they really kind of squandered that game away they they should have i mean they could have played better and they probably should have played better so yeah i mean you know the raiders they they don't look very good right now uh in week 16 who are they playing in week 16 they're playing the miami dolphins really tough team not sure if i can trust that I, there's a good chance they lose um you know there's a good chance they win. There's a good chance they lose um, so we'll have to see what happened. Um, moving right along, we've got our Miami Dolphins. Why don't we talk about the Dolphins? Dolphins beat the Bengals in week 13 and week 14. The Dolphins, yeah, the Dolphins played the Chiefs and they kind of got, yeah, I remember watching that game. It was a lot worse than the score entails. The Chiefs only won by six points, but the Dolphins made, uh, they made a good try at the end of the game to, you know, save their dignity. They, they were down bad in this game. I mean, it wasn't really close. It, like, especially in the third quarter, the game was probably over. Um, and then in the in week 15, the Dolphins played... Whew, the Dolphins played the... Uh, that's right. They played the New England Patriots. Um, this this game wasn't very exciting. The New England Patriots can't... I mean, they're not... They're just not that... that you know, skilled them in offense. It was, it was one of those games where, you know, it, it wasn't pretty on either side. I mean, neither team really had like that many highlights, but it was obvious who would the, who the better team was. Um, the Patriots weren't even able to score a touchdown. I mean, it was super boring. Um, it was six to nothing at halftime Patriots. Uh, which is just like, you would think like, oh, well, you know, it looks like they were, you know, had a chance in the game. But, you know, after the third quarter, it was nine to seven Patriots. And then the fourth quarter, um, they were able to score two touchdowns. Tua ran two touchdowns in. And so it was like, oh, okay, game's over. Because <laughs> um, the Patriots couldn't score a touchdown. I mean, the Patriots, the only way they could have won that game was not letting the Miami score and just winning on field goals. I don't know if they could have possibly scored a touchdown. I didn't watch the, I didn't get to watch the game. Um, wasn't in my area and I used to use Hulu and a VPN and then I could like trick the VPN to let me watch wherever. But Hulu got smart about that. And now they don't allow VPNs on their site. So sucks. Um, so I can't do that anymore, but I'm not mad. I'm mad. But it's okay. Um, but now I can't watch, you know, like games that I want to watch, like this one. But it was okay. Um, I'm at the end of the day, I'll get over it. Uh, the podcast will continue, and I don't think it will suffer that badly for it. Um, I think the Dolphins are a good team. Uh, they still need to fight for the playoff spot, though. They're sitting at ten and five, and uh, there's a lot of teams at ten and five currently. So, um, you know. They still got to fight for a playoff spot. I mean, they don't get one easily. They have to win week 17 to do it, and they're going to play the Bills, so it's going to be a hard game. Um, let's see. Uh, the Saints pretty much rolled through the three weeks, except for week 15. Um, they beat the Sa They beat the Falcons in week 13 and week 14. The Saints played the Eagles. They actually lost to the Eagles. 
So I guess I completely lied to you. They didn't roll through. Um, they lost to the Eagles. They were actually down 17 to nothing at halftime to the Eagles, and then they kind of made it close in the second half, but they weren't able to beat them. Jalen Hurts did get his first W um, as the starter of the Eagles, and uh, Taysom Hill got his first L, I think, as a starter for the Saints. But, you know, Taysom Hill did kind of better than everyone thought he was going to do, and a loss to the Eagles with a new quarterback that has new energy now maybe it's not all that bad. You know, maybe it's not the worst thing that could have happened. I don't know. Um, good for the Eagles on that win. The Saints aren't really losing anything. They have their division locked up at like three games or something. I mean, the the Saints would lose in week 15 too. So they lost two weeks in a row. But they, they're, they had a three-game lead in their division. So they were totally fine. Like they could have lost week 16 and still had the division. Um Spoiler alert. No, no spoiler alert. You have to watch the next pod. You have to listen to the next podcast to know if they won. You can't, you can't check ESPN.com. You can't check your favorite sports app. No, that's illegal. Okay. Uh, the police will come after you if you do that. So you have to listen to my next podcast. It's, it's the rule. Sorry. Um, okay. Moving on. Uh, who else do we need to talk about? That's in the playoff race. I'm looking through right now. Uh, Tennessee Titans are still in the lead of their division. Nothing has changed. They won in week 14. They beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. In week 15, they played... Who did they play? I, I They played the Detroit Lions. They destroyed the Detroit Lions. It wasn't even close. And then they lost in, in um, epic fashion to the Green Bay Packers in... Uh, oh, shoot. I spoiled it. That was week 16. They lost to the Green Bay Packers. Oopsie. Right after I said <laughs> that it's the rule, you can't. <laughs> oh, boy. I hope you guys like what you're listening to on the Des Des Sports Podcast because this is truly a Des Des Sports Podcast podcast if I've ever had one. Oh, boy. The the Tennessee Titans are fine. We're going to wrap this guy up, okay? I think, I'm, I think I'm just about ready to wrap this up. I think I've caught everyone up on what's been happening on all the news um, from, from these weeks. Uh, Drew Brees has come back. He's he he's back as the as the quarterback for the for the Saints. You know he he's not injured anymore. Jalen Hurts is in for the Eagles. Um, the New York Giants. Daniel Jones got injured and they somehow beat the Seahawks. They kind of got better, interestingly enough. But Daniel Jones is back now. Um, uh, what what else in the world has happened? Um, the Minnesota Vikings went from in playoff contention to out of playoff contention. Don't know if that was really a big surprise. Uh, Washington football team went from maybe winning the division to probably winning the division. Um, Dallas Cowboys went from down and out to probably still down and out. The Raiders went from uh, live in La Vida Loca to um, live in La Vida Loca at home during playoffs. I guess <laughs> they, they've really had a crazy season. Um, Detroit went from uh, bad to worse somehow. Oh, I guess the Chicago bears have done. Let's talk about the Chicago bear. We'll finish off with the bears. The bears, they lost to the lions, which is like the worst thing you can do for your pride. Um, in week 13 in week 14, the bears just destroyed the Texans. I'm not sure if that's really like a, I don't know if that really like restores your pride or anything. But then in week 15, the Bears beat the Vikings. Uh, yeah, I don't know if that's like a pride re restoration either. But they beat the Vikings. It was good to beat a divisional opponent. And Mitchell Trubisky played okay, um, which is kind of crazy. Like Mitchell Trubisky all of a sudden has like been okay. I don't know how he had such a bad start and then got replaced. And then everyone was like, finally, it's over. The nightmare. And now he's back. It's like he's back. And he's playing good enough where they can't bench him. <laughs> ain't that just swell so the bears are still actually in a playoff spot because they could beat the vikings so they they push the vikings down they are still in the running for a playoff spot uh yeah they are oh shoot in the nfc uh they're eight um where are they they were uh shoot shoot I don't have my standings up. They're in the playoff race. They're, they're still in the playoff race. 
I can't I can't remember um, who's behind them, but I think they're the last wild card spot right now. So let's look that up because the Desda Sports Podcast does not leave you on hang on on cliffhangers unless it's for the Week 16 podcast. Then we'll leave you on uh, on uh, cliffhangers all the time. Okay, let's look at the um, standings right now, and I'll be able to tell you. Um, Playoff picture. They are currently in the last wild card spot. Um, they were at seven and seven. And and they're still in the wild card spot. I mean, if they win out, they they'll they're gonna make the playoffs. Kind of nuts. But you know, Da Bears, there they go. There they go. They're gonna make the playoffs. Maybe they can make a run. Probably not. Just gonna say probably not because they're gonna have to play the second seed, which is looking like it's gonna be the Bills. And that, hmm, no, no, we're in the sorry, we're in the NFC. They're gonna have to play. Uh, they're gonna have to play the Saints. <laughs> oh boy, I just don't think they're gonna be able to beat the Saints. Saints are pretty good. Not gonna lie, Saints are pretty good this year. I don't even. I mean, who who are the division leaders in the NFC? Uh, the Saints, the Seahawks, and the Washington Football Team. Those are the division leaders. So. Oh, and of course the the Packers, um, they're they're also a division leader. Yeah, so I think that's gonna wrap up this uh, this week thirteen to week fifteen uh, catch up podcast episode. Sorry guys, this is kind of a, a weird one. Um, I really wasn't sure how to organize this episode, and I don't think there was any way I was gonna organize three weeks into fifty minutes. So I, I did the best I could. Um, it wasn't the greatest, but thank you for listening. Uh, expect more regular stuff coming. I'm going to upload, oh boy, I'm going to upload the week 16 podcast um, really soon. I might I might give it like a day before I upload it so you guys can listen to the other ones because I want this one to do okay. I mean, there's a reason I'm recording it. And I'm probably going to upload my um, Philadelphia sports uh, interview with my friend Joe probably, probably at the same time this goes up, maybe a day after. Um, so look out for more content. There's going to be a lot more Des stuff that's coming out. Uh, thank you guys very much for listening. If you want to follow me on Twitter for whatever reason you can at Des does podcast. Um, thank you so much. And I am Des and I have done sports and I'll do it again in like a day or so. Okay. Bye-bye for now. Happy new year.